Special guest here today. It is my lovely mother, Yvonne Wallace. <laughs> and she is here to talk with me. And she is my first guest. Sailor, say hello to the world, mama. Hello. Yes, yes. We have my mom in the booth. And the topic today is Mama's Knows Best. And I just wanted to ask her. Some questions about me. I found these questions on Thought Catalog. It's saying, questions to ask your mother if you want to know who you really are. And my mom has decided to tell me who I really am. So this is authentic. We had a heart-to-heart prior to this. And I have nothing but love for this woman. And I appreciate everything that she has done in my life. And I am sorry for prior stuff that I have transpired. So I love you, Mama. Love you too. <laughs> All right, let's get started with with the first question. When I was little, what did you think I was going to be when I grew up? I don't know. Whatever you whatever you envisioned that you wanted to be when you grew up. Um, I didn't put any demands on you. To be anything in particular, it was like you needed to decide that for yourself. I just wanted to uh, create a nurturing environment for you to flourish in. So whatever decisions you made in life, you know, you pretty much came to those conclusions or, yeah, made those choices pretty much yourself. Okay, cool. Another question. Do you think I have more of your good qualities or bad qualities? Thank you, Onyx. Thank you, Onyx. Onyx is our four-legged dog. Yep. He knocked down the charger, but it's all good. Uh, really, Onyx? <laughs> all good. Um, what was the question again? Yeah. Do you think I have more of your good qualities or bad qualities? Why they gotta be my qualities? How come they can't be dad's qualities? <laughs> be my qualities. Um, I think you have more of my good qualities than bad. Um, some of the good qualities are you, you're tender-hearted, very tender-hearted person, um, very empathetic towards people. Um, Will literally give you the shirt off your back to someone as I would. Um, always there to help. Um, sometime can um, internalize things, and sometimes people take our kindness for weakness. So, yeah, 
but those are good good qualities, you know, but you know, the kindness isn't always a sign of weakness. It's just who we are. We treat people kind of the way we want to be treated in return. Cool. cool. So yeah. Cool. What is the funniest thing I ever said or did as a kid? The funniest thing you ever said or did. Um Man. Did a lot of funny stuff. Ah, uh, it wasn't funny at the time, but he and his brother, include his brother, <laughs> took my red uh, lipstick. If you've been listening, this was a story that I did tell prior. <laughs> yeah, and drew all over my white wall, and we had to. My husband was not. The dad was not happy about it. It was funny to me, but dad wasn't happy about it because he had to uh, try to uh, get some kills and cover it up. And the stain kept bleeding through so he couldn't paint it. So he was not happy. It was funny to me. I thought it was hysterical, but um, he didn't find any humor in it. I thought it was funny. It was all Kyle's fault. (laughs) Oh, Kyle, he blamed everything. It was. He admitted it. Oh, man. Um, when was the first time you heard me curse? It was about 17. Um, Damn, I was late. Yeah, no, that's the first time I heard you. Probably was cursing long before that. Because um, sometimes I can be a potty mouth, and sometimes Dad was a potty mouth. So <laughs> it was uh, probably in your DNA. Um but the first time I heard you, you was about 17, and you and your dad were watching some NBA game and, and always screaming at TV like they could hear you, and you cursed. And I was like, excuse me? And then you looked at me, and you laughed, and I said, okay, so now you think you've grown. And that was the first time I heard you curse, so watching the game with your dad. Your dad was a bad influence in that area. So. Yeah, good old profanity <laughs> at the at the TV. <laughs> Moving forward, who was the first person you told that you were pregnant with me? Your daddy. Because I wasn't supposed to be pregnant with you. <laughs> <laughs> I had went to get a physical for work. I had just started my job and uh, went to get a physical and they kept me uh and told me I had to see the doctor. And I'm like, it's just a physical. I just had to do a, a drug test. And why am I seeing a doctor? And So I'm thinking something's wrong with me. And I'm, I don't know. I thought I had some, I don't know. Just everything ran through my mind at the time. And the doctor sat down and told me that looking at my uh, urine analysis, I thought they was going to say I did drugs, which I never did drugs. He said that from my urine analysis, it showed that I was pregnant. And I told him he had to be joking. And he said no. And that I needed to go to my doctor and check it out. And I did. And I was quite upset because I had just got this job. And now I'm about to be pregnant uh, and out in nine months. So, yeah. His dad was the first person I told. Thanks, Dad. (laughs) So, as far as looks, do I look more like you or like Dad when I was a baby? When you was a baby? Mm-hmm. You look more like me when you were a baby. Exactly like me. Yeah. Okay. And then you morphed 
And now you look exactly like your father. All right. My genetics aren't strong, I guess. <laughs> they don't last. What was the most annoying thing I did as a baby? <sighs> Scream. He would get mad and just scream. Ah! Ah! And then he was done. That was annoying as heck. But that's what he used to do all the time. Just He was a screamer. Ugh. Sometimes he still do it, I think. Just not around me. I think. <laughs> all right. How did you choose my middle name? Um, his middle name, which is Anthony, I chose his name. Um, my nephew, who is a Chicago uh, police officer, um, his name is Anthony. And he's like one of my favorite nephews. And um, I used to keep him when he was a baby. And I used to tell people Anthony was my baby. Um, so I just always loved my Anthony and still do. Uh, he's just a good, good person. And I just wanted to... Um, I wanted an Anthony, so I gave you your cousin's middle name as a middle name, his first name as your middle name. That's how I came up with your middle name. Okay. What were my very first words? Dad, dad. And I was like, why? <laughs> I feel some some animosity in there. I, sorry that I that I said dad, dad. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. All right. What is your very first memory of me? When I delivered you. Because mm. your daddy just ran off and left with the nurse. Nobody cared about me after I had you. They just... That's my first memory. <laughs> just left. Just left just me. Left. Wow. I was like, don't nobody love me. Everybody love. What's the problem? All right. Did you ever drop me as a baby? No. I never dropped you as a baby. You fell off the couch, though, because you were a roller, and your daddy would <laughs> get mad, thought we did drop you, but you rolled off the couch. All right. What made me cry the most when I was little? You didn't like to have a wet diaper. Didn't like no poo on you. The minute you pooed or peed, ah, you start screaming, and, of course, your daddy changed you. He did all the diaper changing back then. All right. What made me laugh the most when I was little? Your goofy daddy. <laughs> Y'all was thick as thieves even back then. So, yeah. Mm. You found him hilarious, and I don't know why, because he was not funny to me. All right. What TV show would I watch every single day? I don't know. Some. Hey Arnold, Gullah Gullah Island. I don't know. It what was... about Barney? Oh, I hated Barney. <laughs> he had every Barney tape that Barney ever made. Between him and Grandma, ugh, I forgot about Barney. Barney, oh, God. Do he exist still? I don't know. Oh, Lord. I was so sick of Barney. I love you. You love me. Oh, God. It's ugh, flashbacks. <laughs> but, yeah. He used to like Barney. He started out liking Barney, but I didn't mind him watching Gullah Gullah Island. I liked that show. So as he got older, he kind of taste changed, and I'm glad. If you don't know what Gullah Gullah Island is, look it up. The couple that did 
the show, they're both still alive, still well. They're aging gracefully. Yeah, look are. them up. All right. Did you ever lose me in the supermarket or anywhere else? Yes, we've lost you. Oh, God, we've lost you. <laughs> we lost you in a Kmart. Your brother, your older brother and I, we, um, we let you get out of the shopping cart, which, I, which was wrong on my part. Because you kept saying, I'm not going to go anywhere. I'm going to walk with you, I promise. And so I said, okay. And I let you out. Of, we let you out of the shopping cart. And in a blink of an eye, you were missing. And I'm like, oh, my God. So we're looking under the risers, under clothes, everywhere in Kmart looking for you. And then we hear this announcement over the PA. Um, Will the lost parents of Rick... Come to the front service desk, please. The lost parents. Now, I wasn't lost. Rick was lost. Not me. Made me look stupid going to the register, <laughs> the customer service desk, to retrieve my child after he done wandered off. Yeah, so we lost him in a Kmart. But Rick was a curious child. He said he wasn't going to do something, and he would do it anyway. So what <laughs> happened after that, he never got to go to the store with us anymore. We would leave him with his dad. Mm. All right. What is the nicest thing I've ever said to you? You love me. Mm. What is the meanest thing I've ever said to you? Mom, you always you always saying it over and over at me. Why? Mm. Mm -hmm. That sounds real. Mm -hmm. Sounds mm -hmm. like previous. Yeah, sound like <laughs> sound a couple like hours ago. About 20, 30 minutes ago. Right. Yeah. Sounds mm -hmm. like that, yeah. Mm -hmm. He don't want nobody to say nothing to him. So I tell me do it the first time, then I won't have to repeat myself. That is true. And that is something that I am working on, and it's been a challenge, a long challenge. Mm -hmm. Since I was a kid. Since I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Speaking of that, what age of mine did you hate experiencing the most? What age? When you were 13. Oh, my God. You didn't want to get out of bed. You wanted to sleep in. It's like, you got to go to school. You didn't want to go to school. Just Oh, just drama. It's like, okay, can we, like, just get up? It's not like you got that. You, you're on a bus. Bus going to pick you up, take you to school. All you got to do is walk to the corner. Couldn't even do that right. Couldn't. Just, uh that 13 to age, 13 to 15 was like, I don't know. It was crazy. He was like nuts. I didn't deal with him. That's that's when dad steps in and deal with him then. I don't deal with I him after think, 12. I uh, think the military school scare kind of shaped me up afterwards. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, small, small story. Um, the time that I did not get up, I missed the bus. And me and my father were, were arguing um, during that standpoint. And I thought... Me with teenage rage thought mm -hmm. I could take my dad, who was a whole six foot four, two hundred and thirty five pound man, and we was jawing back and forth. It's like egos and testosterone going at it, and then all of a sudden I try and push this man. He's like, "The hell are you doing? <laughs> trying to push me?" So he tackles me into the wall, into his uh, lazy boy recliner. Put a hole in my wall. Yeah, put a hole in the wall, and then uh, our my previous my dog, dog attacks. Yeah. My husband. Yeah, saving me. I'm trying to get dressed for work. They're down here tearing my house apart. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Why is everybody fighting? It's too early in the morning. 
and he's hitting at my son, hitting at the dog. It's like, oh my God, it was total chaos. Just, it was just stupid. Then I had this huge hole in my wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, all because somebody didn't want to. Oh, it was just dumb, dumb, this dumb. Stupid. Dumb. Uh, that was stupid. the the last time I tried my father. Um, <laughs> he didn't try that again. No, never, never again. Did <laughs> Told I did you you couldn't I, take him. I, I know. Uh, <laughs> so with that, what was what age of mine did you feel like you were the closest? Like we were the closest. When you were eighteen, yeah. you had mellowed out. Had become very, um, very astute. Um, very. Um, I don't know. I guess became more aware of just your parents and the sacrifices they had made um, for you. And I don't know. You just became you became a more chilled out person at age eighteen. I don't know what happened at that age, but I don't know if it was because you're getting ready to go to college. Don't know. But he just chilled out at age eighteen. And I liked him at age 18. I liked him from age 18 to about 21. <laughs> and then I didn't like him no more because he started to stink again. So. Bang. I'm just the worst. <laughs> uh, what is the worst part of being about being my mother? The worst part? Mm-hmm. I don't think there's no worst part about being a mother. Mm. There's uh, no worst part. Okay, then what is the best part about being my mother? Because I love you. I love my children. You're a good. You're good. You're a good person, in general. You have a good heart, and you're easy to be a mother to. I mean, every mother has their challenges with their children, and like I have three of them, and each one has a different personality, and so each child is kind of nurtured differently. Because you have to meet whatever that need is of that child, of that particular child. Um, so, I mean, I love you. You're the baby. He's spoiled. Um, but I still love him. Yeah. You know, I didn't contribute to the spoiling, so don't think I did it. Um, it was his older sibling and his father. They spoiled him. He's rotten. To the core. No. <laughs> like All right. Going, going back to rotten to the core, what are some of my worst habits? Oh, my God. Leaves the lights on all the time. He go in a room, he won't turn off a light. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I'll never understand it. It's like, what is with you and lights? Every room he enters, he has to turn on the light. And the thing is, he doesn't turn off the light. That has always been habitual habit of his and a pet peeve of mine. So if we argue about stuff, it's that. Turning off electricity. But, you know, once you get in your own house and you have to pay your own electric bill, mm, stuff becomes different then. Mm-hmm. But he's still, even though he's in his own place, when he gets here to this house where he grew up, he still has that he falls back into those old habits, which drive me insane. But yeah, turning <laughs> on those lights, we won't turn them off. All right, we're winding down to the final questions. How many questions we got? We got a few more. We got a few more. Oh, yeah. All right. What was I most afraid of as a child? Fireworks and magicians. 
<laughs> he didn't like the fireworks, but most kids out when they're small are afraid of fireworks. But he didn't like magicians. He, um, David Copperfield, as a matter of fact, we went to um, see David Copperfield one time, and he didn't watch the entire show. He was um, afraid. Well, the reason why I was afraid <laughs> is because David Copperfield had an illusion where he was set on fire. <laughs> so when you are three years old, three, four years old, watching a person be burned alive and not having any context that this is a show, you're thinking the person is being burned alive and being dead. So that is very well, traumatic. we didn't know that David is, Copperfield was going to do that. But we he didn't know burned that. himself Okay, but, but you did see him that he wasn't burnt. But that was, was still traumatized. Okay, I get that, but we didn't know he was going to do that. Had that, we known that, we would have never taken you to the show. Who does that to their child? They, oh, God. They, oh, I'm just going to go to a show where they're just going to burn a person. But we didn't alive. know that was part of the act, okay? All right. The sewers, dang, he was trying to give you a nice time. All right. There's a bunch of other kids in the audience, too. They didn't seem freaked out about it, but whatever. okay, whatever. Last two questions. <laughs> Overall, do you consider me a good kid? Yeah. I consider you a good kid. I consider you a good... I consider you... You're not a kid. Kids are a goat. I consider you a good child. Um, a good person. A good adult. That you are. I can, I can honestly say that. And I'm not just saying that as your mother. I say that as if I was a person looking out, out looking in. You are a good person. And are you happy with the way I turned out? Yeah, I am. Because you listened. Um, I don't know if he listens to listen to me, but I know he listened to his father. A lot of things that my husband uh, instilled, and he listened. Um, he did good. He um, The other two, they kind of, eh, they wanted to do their own thing, and they had to have the hard knocks. Rick kind of followed the straight and narrow and did what he was told, and was rewarded, um, probably more so. But now that he has done all of that, he still got to give his mom a whole bunch of lip. Don't know what that's about, but uh, he going to get it right sooner or later. Sooner or later. <laughs> well, thank you for putting those subtle jabs in there, mother. <laughs> Um, I appreciate you being my first guest on the podcast <laughs> as she's just laughing up a storm. I still love this woman. We do have our, our you know, our toe to toe, bat to bat. Yeah. And, you know, I need to come down to earth and come to Jesus and be like, you know what? Yeah, we have this to is my, come to Jesus yeah, and meet. Yeah, and this is my mother, and I, I apologize for, for the things that I do because sometimes I am hard headed. I do get it from my father. Mm-hmm. And I I do love and respect you, and you have done the utmost throughout this time. And I know this has been a challenging year for us. Yep, that it has. And but through this challenging year, we have grown stronger together. And I know that we have each other's backs. Yep, I'm his ride or die. Right. So, to the end. So I appreciate you, Mama. I love you. Love you too. Thank you for being my first guest yes. on my podcast. Hope I embarrass you too much. No, you didn't embarrass me too much. I wanted authentic questions, and we had authentic questions. We had a little cameo by Onyx, who's <laughs> asleep right now. 
But it's all good in the hood. So thank you again, Mama. I appreciate your time. And again, the person that makes the beats on here is my brother, the one that I did the graffiti with, with her red lipstick. Yes, Lord. (laughs) So if you haven't done so already, follow Kyle Hardfingers Wallace. The information is below. But again, my name is Richard Anthony Wallace. This is a raw perspective, a fresh point of view.